on this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, Kinder and I are going to be drinking some brews and sharing some reviews. That's right. I got a review of a product based off of my favorite beer of all time. Plus, Amazon once again has suggested a truly terrible product for me. What is it? You'll find out and you won't believe what they're suggesting that I purchase next. It's weird. I don't even know why it exists. Beyond that, I'm having a little bit of lawn trouble and uh, you, you know, might be saying, gosh, what, what's up with Kidder? I, Kidder's... I got some concerns about Kidder. I mean, he's on this new thing and it's... It's a bit weird. You'll find out. Until then, you're here. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. For golf beverage, prophecies, and your diamond The Triple B! Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay? Come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer, Blues, and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that will tell you that a great milkshake is a crime against humanity. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how you doing tonight? Well there, Jinko. <clears throat> I'm here. It's It's been a, a schlobber knocker of a busy day, and so... Kicking ass over here, kicking ass over there, doing this, doing that. Now we're here. We're gonna kick this thing's ass. Got to kick it off. Kick it off right. Got lots of stuff to talk about. In fact, I don't know if you uh, took a peek, but it's getting a bit long on the rundown side of things. And so that means we have so much to talk about. So we better get something to drink because. I need, I need a vocal lubrication here. Mm. Yeah. I, so what do you what do you got on tap over there? How are you doing? What are you drinking? What's 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 rolling uh, out of the uh, fridger kegerator on your side of things? Ah, well, kidder, uh, I found a a nifty little thing in uh, uh, in the uh, store the other day, and I was like, gotta get me one of these. Uh, this is from the Rhombus Guys Brewing Company, but Kidder, it's an 1883 ale. Yeah. It's a great year for fighting Sioux fans or Flickertail fans. Right. This is their Dakota Golden Ale, 4.5% alcohol by volume, official craft beer of the University of North Dakota. Uh, 1883 Ale is a crisp, clean, light-bodied ale celebrating the year the University of North Dakota was founded. The perfect balance of hops and malts makes the 1883 Ale approachable and great for every occasion. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. Yeah. So. Saw this. Like, gotta try that. Smells like just your basic Pilsner or ale. Hmm. That's pretty good. It's got a nice, uh, a nice flavor to it. You can definitely kind of taste that like malty grain taste to it, but it's not overpowering. Just a slight 
very like very light uh bitterness from the hops but uh it's uh it's pretty good kidder i would give this a four out of five Okay. I might have given it higher, but it, it is rocking the Fighting Hawks logo. So, <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that kind of capped how high I'm willing to go on it. But uh, it's going to be enjoyable uh, for this evening. The North Dakota Fighting Postal Service. Yes. Well, should be a 10 out of 5, but yeah. that's, how, that's how it goes. Kidder, what do you got over there? Well, I don't really know. Uh, it's in a bottle. The reason I, I don't know, I, I've had this in my fridge for maybe a little bit here. I don't know <clears throat> when I picked it up, but <laughs> uh, it's Barry. And in case you're curious why I was stalling a little bit, I was trying to find if there was a date on here <laughs> other than uh, an Irish cider since 1935, but there's no date uh, stamped hmm. on here. And so I don't know. When I picked this up, but it wasn't that long ago. <clears throat> so apparently this is the imported Magners Irish cider. It's a hard cider with berry notes at a whole 4% alcohol by volume. 12 fluid ounces in this. Uh, maybe. I now, there, there's some writing on the, the bottom of the bottle here which that's stamped digitally, but hard to tell what it is. So I'm just going to pretend it's not there and <laughs> hope that it's not expired. A mouth-watering cider with delicious notes of strawberry, raspberry, and black currant. All right. Well, I hope you're ready for this train because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really, really fruity at the top with the, the strawberry and raspberry. So you get that just punch right off the top of the of the bottle, which is very good. Thanks. I mean, that's pretty smooth. Uh, delightfully berry-y. So if you like strawberry or raspberry with a side of alcohol, give one of these a shot. Magners, Irish cider. It's Irish and strawberry and <clears throat> raspberry and yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> it's not as, uh, well, it's a different good than the Ace Pineapple Ale because, you know, pineapple, love the, the liquid pineapple was inside of alcohol. This very smooth. It's not too overpowering. And I mean, it does have uh, 21 grams of sugar. So maybe that's why I enjoy it. 42% of my daily value of sugar. So have one of these and enjoy. <laughs> I'll give it a you know, 4.382. Ooh. Out of five. That's good. <clears throat> Very good. Some good ratings. Good ratings. Yeah. Good <clears throat> stuff. Mm -hmm. Just like this show. So let's get it rolling. 
What, what, yeah, you got yeah, something we, to talk about. What do you? You got something to say? Well, I, I mean, I, I got a story right off the bat. Well, let's hear that story. How's that? So, uh, so uh, Junior decided that he wanted to go to lunch with me today. Um, so he he invited me to go to lunch. Of course, I said yes, um, and he wanted to go to McDonald's. So we went to McDonald's, and um, Kidder, they're celebrating Grimace's birthday. And uh, as part of that, they're doing grape-flavored milkshakes, which is uh, not a flavor combination that I can highly recommend. <clears throat> that was, it was something. <laughs> you know, grape milkshake, I, yeah, I'll pass. That was like a one out of five. <laughs> hmm. Well, that would be like uh, Big Boy in their purple cow. Because that's, as far as I can remember, grape soda and ice cream. Yeah. I, I've never had the, the purple cow at uh, Big Boy, so I'll withhold judgment. Maybe theirs is better, but... I mean, it's Big Boy's delicious. I haven't had one, but Big Boy, their food's delicious. Yeah, there we go. Future, future thing for us to do. Anyway. Big Boy? <laughs> well, and, and try the purple cow. You know, there we go. They're open till ten o'clock. Uh, I I, I couldn't time. make it. You you you, have, you might be able time. to. <laughs> you hit the interstate, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> anyway, um, so Junior got a happy meal, and which is fine. He he was excited for the toy, um, but unfortunately, this was one that he's already gotten. Uh, they they're doing a Little Mermaid because that movie is out. Um, and so he got another Prince Eric toy. And uh, my wife tries to keep us from getting duplicates because we just don't need extras of things. So she just thought she'd walk up while we were eating because she can't eat anything at McDonald's. And just ask the lady behind the counter politely if she could exchange it for any other one. Just so we didn't have a duplicate and then he could have a toy. And the, the lady behind the counter goes, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, we're almost done with this promotion, and so all we have left is Prince Eric, and you know that, that's all I can, all we could give you. And my wife goes, "Well, that's fine, you know. In that case, since it's a duplicate, we don't really need it, you know. Here, can I give this to you? And then if if you get a kid who comes in, and the parents can't afford a Happy Meal, you know, give it to them." And he's like, "Okay, yeah, sure." And my Wife comes back and, and just explains to Junior, you know, no, we're, you know, you're not getting a toy this time because of this. And he was a little sad, but he understood that it was going to go to some other kid who maybe didn't get it. So we're sitting there finishing up and uh, two booths down, a family sits down with three, uh, three little girls and they open their Happy Meals and they're old enough where they're like, they dig in, they pull out the toy, they open it up. And they got a Little Mermaid toy, but it was Max the dog. And my uh, my wife Lefty is like, what the hell? Person at the counter lied. You're, you're lying to this poor kid because you didn't want to go and take a look. So my wife uh, went up to the counter when that other 
was gone, probably on break. There was a, a young kid back there, and she just explained what, you know, like, hey, you know, we, we got this. We were told that all you had was concern, but these other people did. Is it possible that you have something else that you could exchange this with? Because like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me go look. You know, two minutes later, he comes back and here's a Max the dog toy and gives it to my wife. So Junior was really excited because he got a toy with the dog. You know, he doesn't really care about the movie or that, but still not the best look for McDonald's uh, staffer to be lying to people. I understand that it's probably a major pain in the ass, the whole toy thing. Because you probably get a lot of people who like request different things or they're trying to collect the whole set and all of that, but there's literally a box of them like under the counter. And that was just somebody being lazy. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I just, <laughs> you know, the fact that my wife took probably a little bit more serious than I did, but she's like, you're lying to the kids, you know, to say that you can't change this out. Yeah. Some people suck. Yeah. So I just thought I would share that kidder. Cause that was a great mm -hmm. example of just people being disappointing today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also more don't, people don't get the grimace milkshake uh, with, with his birthday meal, grimace's birthday meal. You can get the purple shake, uh, big Mac and fries or, the uh, other birthday meal is the shake, 10-piece McNuggets, and fries. Yep. I had the Big Mac one, which I haven't had a Big Mac in a long time. It was okay. Hmm. And it was also really sloppily made, so, like, less was falling all <laughs> over. and Like, I don't know how you got, like, the, the middle bun that they put in there, like halfway out of everything stacked. It was just. Again, was... people who don't really care. I know, but it's right. You know, right oh, I was just going to say, I with the like increase in prices that we're seeing on everything, like the fact that it's like, this is what I'm paying for. This is what I'm, you know, the amount I'm paying and this is what I'm getting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that meal was twelve sixty, <clears throat> which for a shake, Big Mac, and large fry is pretty outrageous. I guess would be a good a good term for you with that. But that's how it goes in this day and age, and well. Yeah, I mean, gosh, Kinder, I remember like when we were in college, and I understand, you know, prices have changed. I get that. But I mean, like, we could go to like McDonald's and order a whole ton of food, you know, for a broke college kid budget. Well, the, the McDonald's uh, or McDoubles and McChickens were a dollar. So there's that. And you could get a large fry for a dollar because they're all on the deals menu because you got to get the deals to see how do you get the deals. You know what I'm saying? How the deals? Deals like the deals that we offer at beerbluesbs.com on our merch. Lots of deals like buying us a beer and the merch and help us keep the show rolling in the right direction to deals. You see, you got to get the deals. Yep. 
There you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. I'm done with the research. <laughs> so for, for now. <laughs> yeah, for, for now. So you say it's been a week. I also say it's been a week because just the other day, somebody went into a Best Buy store in Bronx, New York, and used my card for $1,000. I'm like, the fourth freaking time. So again, going through that rigmarole. And uh, I I think I'm just going to close the account because I'm sick of dealing with them and having the freedom, apparently, where everything is locked down, everything's secure, double authentication, have to show your your grandmother's pool boy's mailman's identification card at uh, right after he, he, he was born. Not the birth certificate, though, because that's different. And yet, somebody can still do that. So there, there's some shenanigans afoot, and it pisses me off. And so, uh, I don't even, I don't even know, because literally everything locked down so far that I couldn't even go and just do it. And yet, some schmuck can freely go do it and spend over a thousand dollars. Yeah, I, you know, Kidder, what, what's funny is like you've been hacked now a couple of times with this Best Buy card. That's number four. Yeah. In uh, the same and, way every time. Yeah. And, and on the like on the funny side, like if I spend anything over 80 bucks, my bank just shuts off my card. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Best Buy doesn't care. No, nobody cares. And on top of it, you can't actually talk to somebody who understands what you're saying. And you can't understand what they're saying to get your point across. Like, look, how do you stop this from happening? Oh, we send you a new card. I, yeah, thanks. But that's not the problem here. Some jamoke is going into the store. They're looking up the card. So I'm not the only one this is happening to. How do you stop it? Clearly, you either don't care or you don't know how. And and so that that very much frustrates me as, uh, again, it's a pain in the ass. It, so, it, it, it's, it's Best Buy, Kidder. They just look at you and go, oh, I'm sorry, sir. That's not my department. I can't actually help you. Kind of. I did talk to three people uh actually four because the initial call the night it happened and then the next day I talked to three different people getting shuffled through the phone system to different people yeah this person will help you they didn't help me this person will help you they didn't help me this person will help you didn't even understand what they were saying and the phone was breaking up so they couldn't actually do anything and so worthless yeah anyway I, I was referring back to our classic episode, Beware of the Blue Shirts, where uh, I described my epic saga of phone shenanigans. Yeah. With Best hey, Buy. Do you need some help? Well, I can't help you. That's not my department. Great. Thanks for asking and wasting 30 seconds of my life that I'll never get back. Or a couple of hours. Kind of like this <laughs> show. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. We're at least somewhat educational and entertaining. When does that part kick in? Uh, hour two. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> so are you saying I should get uh, flashing lights loaded up because get some entertainment education? I, I would call it neither of those things, but, you know, that's just me. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. You know what is entertaining though, Kidder? Uh, um, God, I hate this transition already. But Star Trek, yeah, <clears throat> new Star Trek's out. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah, love it. So yeah, <laughs> yesterday you missed out. Season premiere, season two, Strange New Worlds, fantastic. So. Good episode. Wasn't maybe at the 100% level that uh, most of the first season was, but some great things in the episode. Some previously unseen things that happen in, in that episode versus like the rest of the Star Trek universe, if you will, from the previous movies and episodes. And man, it's, it's just setting up the the whole season i'm looking forward to it 10 episodes not enough again we talked about this kind of garbage of their laziness in writing and producing uh, extra episodes and actually making it you know worthwhile because 10 weeks that's a fifth of the year there's not enough content in there at least make it 15 right? Let's get some more stuff because you make one season and you call it six episodes. That's not a season. That's a mini series. <laughs> <It's, clears throat> that's a joke. All right. And now with the, the stupid writer's strike going on, there's going to be a lot of delays. How are you delaying? You got a year to work on this. Come on, like get it together. Like, let's go. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you if um, the writer's strike was going to have an effect on Star Trek and everything with that, but they claim that season three of Strange New Worlds will be affected. Discovery will not be affected because that is mostly finished. They had to do a bunch of reshoots for the upcoming fifth and final season of that train wreck. So that will be over. Um, as far as I know, the movie for the section 31 theme, they were originally doing a TV series with section 31 and have since moved it to a movie, uh, that as far as I know should be done. They've only been talking about it for four years. One would assume that there'd be some progress with these sorts of things. And then Lower Decks, I mean, Mike McMahon is the driving force of that series. And so I would guess that will be coming out pretty soon, too. I mean, let's see, that would be season four coming out. I had to think about it because they've been doing the the, uh, original series movies basically for each of the seasons, but with the lower decks characters. <clears throat> so it's pretty funny. Enjoy that. And then other than that, uh, people are still hoping and praying for 
the new Star Trek series as a spinoff of Picard season three. Uh, they're hoping to have that Star Trek um, legacy, I think, is what everybody's calling it. Something like that. <clears throat> I signed the petition online in favor of having it created. And a month ago, it passed the number of signatures that the Strange New Worlds petition had. And obviously, they made Strange New Worlds, and it's been a huge success. So, as they like to say in AEW, you got to give the people what you want, what they, what they want. Got to give the people what they want. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I mentioned uh, flashing lights. There's a uh, upcoming. <laughs> I have a joke for you too. I think it's a joke. Um, DLC coming soon for a mere three dollars. There will be a brand new DLC set where there'll be a pickup truck. Hmm. Add the truck in, and I mean three bucks. Help the game continue going because it's one guy working on the game, developing it. So let's let's help them out, make things happen. Oh. As they say, let's go. Uh, you know, uh, since we're kind of talking, looking game. forward to that. Uh, the joke. Remember, back in the day, I was part of the alpha test for Rainbow Six Extraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game that's kind of based off the Rainbow Six Siege uh, and their character universe, <clears throat> but then they added aliens and, and whatever. Game has been out, what, almost a year maybe? We'll Something like year. that. Uh, yeah. It's $10. <laughs> and that's still too much. I wouldn't play it for free. I didn't like it when I played it the one time for free. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Kidder. Um, what else do we have? I'm wondering if you can hear <clears> me. <throat> a new payday game. I don't think you can hear me. If you liked, if you liked uh, the payday series. I don't know if you, you enjoyed the, the payday series there. Um, other than that. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Some updates for American Truck Sim coming up too. Uh, apparently, they're adding like 300 miles of road in Texas alone, and so Rude Boy is Rude Boy is ready to go. For the uh, audience there, Kidder must have uh, pulled out his headphones and uh, hasn't been able to hear me for a little bit. I, I just sent him a text. Mm. So, check, no. check. Can you hear me, Kidder? I just thought oh. I'll sleep. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I keep trying to transition because you you start talking video games. I'm like, well, speaking of video games, Kidder, and then, like you go, ah, let's see what else is there to talk about. I'm like, what the hell? 
<laughs> so just, just just a softball over here. So there it is. I, I do have to say, just you know, since since you're trying to move on, and and I won't let you. So like, just hold on. <clears throat> we watched the 4K Ultra HD season one of Strange New Worlds, which is the first series that has been released in the 4K format. It looks fantastic, uh, even better than the 4K streaming quality that's on the Paramount Plus app. So very happy. Very enjoyable rewatching the first season of it and then getting right into the first episode of season two. Can't wait until next week. There's the Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds premiere. Give it a solid 4.8 out of 5 for the first episode. And to celebrate, we drank a bottle of Cardassian Canar. So, very tasty, by the way. Uh, this bottle, uh, obviously very unique shape, is directly molded from the original props that were used in Deep Space Nine that you see throughout uh, the later seasons of Deep Space Nine. And you see him drinking the Canar uh, out of the bottle here with the Cardassians. Howard, would you like to hear the little story before we move on? Of sure. All right. Okay. Story time with Kitter. <clears throat> the story of Kanar is intimately connected with the rise of the Cardassian Union, the exacting landscape of Cardassia Prime, and the strong bonds which hold the Union together. Evidence of Kanar production on Prime is found as far back as the Hibitian period. The famous burial vaults of Kluha contain not only numerous examples of Jevonite bottles, but a series of ornate mosaics. The Elha panels showing the centrality of Kanar to Aurelian Way symposiums. The severe climactic change that ended Hibitian civilization and marked the emergence of Cardassian culture ushered in a new area era for the production of Kadar. Harsher weather meant that suitable microclimates were drastically reduced and in this newly demanding environment, the many types of grapes from which Kadar had been produced were reduced to three main varietals that we see today. Kadar as we know it had arrived rapidly forming a crucial part of private and public life the family festivities around year's turn and enjoyments to the triumphal commemorations of the gulls and legates of the empire skins of gettlehide were originally used as containers but in the flourishing of decorative arts that took place prior to the establishment of the first republic glass bottles became the normal the mirac which uh, with its distinctive spiral shape which is what we're looking at here emerged during this period many becoming treasured family heirlooms or collectible antiques particularly the rare obsidian mirac made from black glass of which only a handful have survived the destruction of the dominion war 
In the post-war period, Qatar has formed a crucial part in the regeneration of the union and the reaffirmation of the values of mutual aid that underpin contemporary Cardassian culture. Remembering the past and looking forward to the future, we continue to raise a glass of Qatar for Cardassia. And yeah, there you go. The nice symbolism there and beautiful piece, which this is molded after a set piece from Quark's bar and uh, the, the stopper on this beautiful with the Cardassian symbol on there. So there you go. Nice bottle of Qatar. Put that over here on the shelf. So, yeah. Uh, to go back to video games, because <laughs> that's what I was tr trying to transition into a little change. <laughs> so, so you, so you want to play? Okay. Well, I, I was going to say because you started talking about flashing lights and how that was created by one person, which brings me to the game that I play that's created by a single individual, and that is Stardew Valley, which Lefty and I have been once again playing in the evenings. So. We have finished our second year. We're in the middle of our third year. And uh, we we were successful in our first two years. We got to see the spirit of grandpa. He comes in and said, hey, we're doing a great job, which means we kind of have beat the game. Meh. Um, there's still some things for us to do, uh, some quests. And like we haven't even gotten over to the island yet. Um, We've been having some trouble uh, in the game kitter. There is a mineral called a prismatic shard and you need it to do a couple of things like level up your sword to the highest level. We have not gotten one. And uh, so I have been trying my hardest to get one so that I could level up my gear so that I could actually do things like the skull mine. And I've just been having a terrible time <laughs> doing that, but uh, Crop-wise, Kidder, we have created our very own winery in the game. And, uh, you know, uh, we're also making caviar, and we're sitting maybe on 300 grand at the uh, end of spring in the third year. So we're, uh, we're doing pretty well. Pretty, pretty well. So that, that brings me a lot of excitement. And with that, I need some fresh air. Literally have a tube of boost oxygen. <laughs> Why do you have a tube of boost oxygen? My do wife. I even want to know why you have a tube of boost oxygen? <clears throat> My wife. It's apparently five liters of air in in this can. Why? I don't know. But it's 95% pure. But Why? Well, oxygen directly fuels 90% of all body and mind functions. The average oxygen level in the air is 21%. Boost oxygen is 95% pure. Aviators breathing oxygen. Professional athletes inhale supplemental oxygen. All natural respiratory support. Convenient, lightweight, portable. Scan me. 
the statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for recreational purposes only. Boost oxygen is filled with aviators breathing oxygen and not medical oxygen. This product is not for medical or prescription use. To, to quote Junior, me not know why. Oxygen gas is essentially weightal, full pressure can is very light. What? <laughs> That's what I read directly off the can. I mean, I believe you. I just, again, not sure, Kidder, why you have a can of oxygen. Well, I didn't buy it. And she told me that it'd be good content for the show and apparently it was I, well i mean it, if good content is you reading it off and me going why on earth do you have this then yeah. yes she has succeeded she has provided content yeah she also also provided other content oh look at this reading material yeah that's gonna it, sit and gather dust ah yeah. there's basic dirt Hey, I, I've made it to page 18. Ooh. I'm getting there, right? <laughs> getting there. It's all Metallica. The history of Metallica and on. For, for, for those who don't know, Kidder is not much of a reader. It's not that he can't read. It's just not his activity of choice. So it's funny. Because I, I tend to read a lot, apparently. <laughs> Just don't open a book and start reading. Well, yes, that I guess would be true. Uh, <laughs> but I, I guess I should say, yes, you're not a book person. That would be a better way to put it. Not anymore. Because uh, I, I think I could almost say with some certainty that there are less than 25 books in your house. Not including old textbooks that you just have refused to throw away. <laughs> or burn. Well, that math textbook's looking better and better. Well, actually, I'm saving that in case we, we uh, run out of heat in the middle of winter. The power goes out. <laughs> just saving that one. I'll show you college algebra. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad. Pretty good articles. Interesting because I, I also, from a media standpoint, wonder where they get some of their information from or where they stole it from. <laughs> because it's, uh, I was wondering who published it, and it's a uh, Star slash A360 media special. Hmm. Yeah. But it was off of the first <clears throat> set to be put out on display. It was the first one purchased. I will even go out onto a limb. First one purchased in Bismarck Man. Wow. Why? Because that's how much I love Metallica. <laughs> Well, I mean, that is true. You, you do love the Metallica. And uh, man, yeah. we're getting closer to your uh, trip to Arizona. It's coming up in September. Yeah. You want to know something funny? Hit me. Oh, well, 
Give me 20 minutes and I'll be there. Uh, <clears throat> so, <laughs> the <laughs> uh, weekend of the no-repeat weekend of Metallica coming up again, September. And WWE Payback is Saturday the 2nd, right in between both of those shows. Hmm. So do you think I'm going to want to watch that? Probably not. So uh, maybe you'll just get to do that one yourself. And Summer Bummer might also be one of those because that's my birthday and when I'm in Vegas. Huh. Well, okay, this is going to be interesting. We're going to have to figure out a way for uh, one Howard Blues to check these out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, If we are going to cover them. Hmm. And then the... uh, Man, I'm going to have to find a co-host. Who do I know who watches wrestling? Rude boy. (laughs) I mean, He'll give you you some analysis. I mean, if he actually watches it, I mean, who knows if he's available? So, I mean, it could just be Howard sitting here all by himself. Um, we'll see. Maybe we won't cover. Maybe we'll miss a couple of pay-per-views. Oh, by himself. Because that would be the worst, would, would just be me sitting here talking about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because by that point, Big D's gone, too. Hmm. All right. Well, since you brought up wrestling, tomorrow night, AEW Saturday Collision, the premiere, the big show, and it's in Chicago. And, of course, what happens? But the one and only CM Punk returns. Looking forward to it. I'll probably even watch it live how excited i am for it haven't even watched raw or dynamite or smackdown or rampage yet because i haven't had time but might just watch that live looking forward to it and the theme song for saturday night collision saturday night's all right for fighting by sir elton john himself I don't really feel that's a wrestling theme song for a show, but I get where they're coming from. It's different. It's definitely different. I'll give it that. Hey, Kidder, opinion question. <laughs> I'm painting this altar, and I don't know if you can, oh. can see, but there's a, a little ring on the top where it's like inscribed. Yeah, looks like rune stones. Yeah, I'm trying to decide. Do I paint that ring red, like a like a darker maroon red, or a blue, or possibly green? Your thoughts? Hmm, you have uh, the ability for it to. <clears throat> I don't want to say glow, but like translucent. Uh, I mean, painting it translucent. No, but I could make it glow. 
But that doesn't answer the question of color, man. I would still nope. need a color for it to glow. Well, uh, do you have a green and a blue and a red? I, and I yellow, because then I, you could do sections. I mean, I have a whole wall of colors here, Kidder. That's <laughs> <laughs> you can only see that in the edited version. I can't see it. You got? Oh no! Ah! Oh crap! See, wall of color. Anything, anything, anything jumping out at you? All of them. <laughs> anything, anything at all? <laughs> okay, fine. I'll come yeah. up with something. I'll come up with something. <clears throat> Not to be confused with the House of Color. <laughs> also, I just happened to come across this. The new commentary team for the Saturday Night Collision show. Kevin Kelly. Nigel McGinnis and good old JR. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, interesting choices there. Mm -hmm. Should be quite an interesting start. Uh, but, I mean, I uh, apparently Punk did an interview uh, talking about some stuff. I don't know if you had a chance to check out any of that coverage. I read a little bit, uh, basically the quick notes of it, but I haven't watched it or listened to it or read the full transcript. Yeah. Uh, the highlights that I basically saw was that, you know, he's sorry for what happened in all out or, you know, brawl out. <laughs> and uh, the elite won't talk to him. They aren't going to do anything with it in the way of storyline. So those are kind of the highlights from it. So, meh. Apparently, uh, at least the spot that I read it from, they, they did say that, you know, it was not as, like, controversial or as dramatic as some sources have been... Um, reporting it so take that for what you will uh, da, da, da. i need a white i need a white this one vampire power yeah so uh you know care i i have a review to do and it's one that one local geek has been waiting for me to cover on the show. Because, uh, Kidder, I got my hands on some of this. It is from Alpine Touch, but it is their Cold Smoke Barbecue Spice Rub. Uh, give me a little bit here. A collaboration formed in the mountains of Montana. This delicious blend of brown sugar, coffee, savory spices, and salt was inspired by the flavor of our favorite beer. Now it's in the cooler and on the smoker enjoy this rub res responsibly on pork ribs or any of your barbecue favorites uh, include such ingredients as brown sugar sea salt cane sugar onion garlic paprika coffee spices chili pepper cane molasses uh, silicon dioxide sunflower oil citric acid 
and natural smoke flavor. Um, so I got local geek is the one who saw it first and he told me about it. And then my uh, wife and kids purchased it for me as just a awesome dad gift. <clears throat> so, uh, Kinder, I've been trying this out on a, a couple of different things. Uh, I tried it on, um, steak. I've tried it on eggs. I've tried it on chicken. I want to try it on sweet potato fries. I haven't got to that one yet, but I've tried it on a couple of different things. Um, and here, here's what I'll say. Um, the, the flavor of it, it's like a really nice, like barbecue flavor, like, like from like a, a barbecue chip and such with just, just a very pleasant note of kind of like that coffee flavor. Uh, to it not like super overpowering so if you're not a coffee fan you know you don't have to worry about like ooh, is this going to be like overwhelming it's just like a, a hint just like those like the notes of a good dark beer and uh very enjoyable um it was okay on steak it hasn't been my favorite loved it on eggs um and we had some on chicken and boy the kids ate it up i enjoyed it Mm. Mm. some excellent stuff. I actually um, grilled up some chicken with it on there and um, that I had made or I cut up some jalapenos filled with goat cheese, made myself this really awesome like jalapeno popper barbecue chicken sandwich. Mwah. Delish. Excellent. So good stuff. Uh, I highly recommend it uh, for barbecue fans. And if you liked the description I gave, um, go out and give it a try. I forget what the price is on it, but but I mean, Kidder, if you look at it, I mean, that's a pretty good jar. I mean, and to give you an idea, here, let me pop this off. Look, here's your usual basic jar of basil. Here's this. So gives Probably you an idea. Eight, eight, ten bucks, but worth it. Yeah, yeah, totally worth it. Um, very enjoyable. As I said, I still want to try it with some uh, sweet potato fries because I think it would be awesome with that little bit of sweetness from the fries on there. So still want to try that. I haven't tried it on pork yet, um, but there's, there's still time this summer. So enjoyable. So there you go, local geek. Totally worth it. And uh, hey, maybe you'll get some for Father's Day. So here's hoping. <clears throat> So, yeah. I uh, recently ran out of my Weber Smoky Mesquite seasoning for uh, my steaks, so I had to had to go pick some more, pick up some more at the store because that uh, that's delicious on steak or hamburgers, seafood, chicken, yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah i mean this stuff is good i i didn't like it so much on the steak but you know what i kind of like my steaks very basic i i kind of just like it with just some salt and pepper and that's usually enough for me and so the barbecue flavor really didn't help with that but on everything else it's been it's been good so i uh i enjoy that and it was one of those things where like I hadn't noticed that it was a barbecue spice rub when I put it on the steak. That was like as I was sprinkling it on, and then I was looking at it like, oh, barbecue. Not usually the right flavor to uh, put on a steak, but damn it, I ate it anyway. So, yeah, might as well. 
hey, you know, someone's got to try these things. So I, <clears throat> I, I also forgot, but I want to wish you this before time runs out. Happy Picard Day. Happy Picard Day? Mm-hmm. Today's Picard oh. Day. Oh. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that, Gator. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's in the show. You got to watch the show. It, 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 is there any, uh, <clears throat> any like, traditions that go along with Picard Day? Like, are we sort of changing gifts? Is, do we hold a parade? We could. We we certainly could. There's still do, time. Do we rock out to some flute music? I mean, I. Well, it's a it's a lute, not a flute, but. I, Aqualung I is uh, you know <laughs> if you want some Jethro Tull, I mean we can we can get you some Jethro Tull, and you can have some hardcore flute firing music, no problem, but uh, not not related to Picard Day. <laughs> Whoa, 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 big kahuna. Hold up right there. We got a penalty at a call here. That's right. Howard the Ref stepping in to keep us actually accurate here. See, Howard is correct. Jean-Luc Picard does play the flute, therefore making his reference correct. You see, in Season 5, Episode 25 of The Next Generation, Jean-Luc Picard gets hit by an energy beam from a space probe which puts him in this virtual coma in which he lives the life of a guy named... Cayman, you've built your telescope, your laboratory, you don't need my permission. And while he's living this life, he learns to play the Reskin flute. And then when he comes out of the coma, he still has the memories of his 40 years so he still knows how to play the flute. And this would appear again in season six, both in the episode 19, Lessons, in which she plays a duet uh, with the Reskin flute, but also in uh, episode eight, A Fistful of Datas, in which she plays the flute playing Mozart. So <clears throat> Howard's correct here. So Kidder, we got to issue some penalties. You know, I know you hate to get them, but uh, a couple of simple ones here. We get a two-minute minor, mostly for taunting. You're, you're making fun of Howard, but he's actually correct here. You're going to get a five-minute major for an incorrect Star Trek reference. That's right. The fact that you missed this reference that Howard made, that's a five-minute major. You should know better. Uh, also, we're going to be suspending your Star Trek fanboy license. Uh, you will get this back after taking the appropriate number of classes available uh well I'll, I'll send you the details i'll send them in an email but that's enough for me enough of howard the ref interrupting this episode let's throw it back to the guys and let's all have a good clean uh podcast from here on out no more airs hopefully this is the last time you see me tonight all right thanks guys back to the show <clears throat> usually the kids make cards and even make models or something of captain picard I just wanted to extend that over to you before we forgot. Well, I, I'm glad that you, you got that extended. I would have felt terrible if you had not. I would have been crushed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I need some air. Okay, I, I do have to ask. Is there actually air inside of that, or are you just... Yep. Okay. Yep, there's air. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. 
And I get all the crap about huffing paint fumes. Kidder's over here sucking mystery air out of a can. <laughs> well, here's the good thing. There's video proof of me doing it. And so if I end up dying as a result of that, you can make a couple million off of my death to help keep the show going another couple years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then I have to like find a co-host, you know? <clears throat> That'll be the <laughs> tough part. I mean, we got friends, and they're they're great about coming on and being guests, but I don't know how many of them would want to be co-host for. Hmm. Build the studio, and they will come. Yeah, we'll we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, there's my suggestion. Do you have any other suggestions? Uh, I suggest uh, that you made a great transition, and I wasn't quite ready for it. Um, hey, Kidder, <laughs> since, he, since he says suggestions. <laughs> now what? As we know, uh, every now and then, Amazon sends me recommendations of products that they think I might <laughs> actually buy or enjoy. A lot of times, these are like horrible products. And I don't know why anybody would buy them. And I don't know why they would exist. I mean, we've seen everything from the loaf of bread pillow to the uh, little urinal for potty training that was basically a frog's mouth that you fire into uh, to the toilet turtle. Um, yeah. But, Kidder, I, I had a new one that popped up. I don't know how to feel about it. I can't believe that somebody actually made this. And I will also add, they're trying to sell it as an educational product and with a tie to STEM education. So here you go, Kidder. Feast your eyes on this. <laughs> but why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There should be an asterisk on that. Like an asterisk. I... I... I know. I, I I couldn't believe that this existed. Uh, for the audio listeners, uh, this is a product uh, called Plays Edible Poop Food Science Stem. It has a four-star review on uh, on Amazon. So, yeah. Apparently, this is a thing. And I don't know why it's a thing. Who wants to eat poop? I, I, just, I, I don't have an answer for that. I mean, that that's terrible. I, Probably almost as terrible as Badger Claw Wisconsin Vodka. I, I, I wouldn't know, but I also don't drink a lot of vodka, so... I just I came across a, a photo of it and I went, what? And the logo is like a claw, but the bottom part of the claw is the state of Wisconsin. Hmm. Hmm. That looks like a, a pass. Yeah. Uh, and also, Kinder, I, I since since we, we did talk about this product, I am sorry for everybody who's been listening to this podcast anywhere in the earshot of their phone of a uh smart speaker because now you too will also probably be suggested 
the product of Play's edible poop. I'm sorry. Well, I don't think you're really that sorry. I am sorry that this beer is gone. <clears throat> it was tasty. Hmm. Guess that means it's time for another. <clears throat> All right. What are you having? Oh, wow. I'm going first twice, Skinner? Wow. <clears throat> Such a He's drinking water. <clears throat> it was the suggested beverage to go with his canned air. <clears throat> I also pre-gamed two talls before we uh, went on the air tonight. <laughs> I Okay, the first one was a stone's throw from the Fargo Brewing Company, which, <clears throat> again... Uh... There you go. Nice and shiny. Fargo Brewing Company. There you go. Mm -hmm. Second one. Tall Bud Light Green Olive. Yeah, you this you've been out pre-gaming a lot lately, kidder. Mm -hmm. What are you saying? I mean, I'm just saying. You're doing what? a lot of pre, pre It's doing? not a lot. I mean, it's more than I usually drink, but then again. <laughs> Uh, Kinder, what I have here for my second drink of the night, it is from the Surly Brewing Company, company that I have had very mixed reviews about their brews. Uh, but this is a lemonade refreshing ale. So sticking on the ale theme tonight. Uh, it is 5.5% alcohol by volume. It has tasting notes of bright, crisp, and lemony, which I will give them credit those are actually all tasting notes. Usually Surly throws in like one in there that it's like not really a taste, you know. So I will give them that. It is a malt beverage with natural flavors added. Uh, brewed and canned by Surly Brewing Company in Minneapolis and Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. So Minnesota beer. That's all I got on here. See if we can smell the lemon. Not really. Don't don't pick that up. Hmm. That's not bad. It's not bad, kidder. Okay, now it's getting there. Hmm. On the first taste. It's a bit like a lemon head, but not too sweet, not too sour. Just a, a nice kind of lemon flavor. But uh, on second drink, it, it's getting a little bitter. It's like it's clashing with the 1883. It's like the lemon flavor has kind of dissipated. And now it's like, mm, I just kind of taste what else is in here. And it's just, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I would probably give this a 2.5. Not super impressed with that. <clears throat> well, sorry to have to deal with that disappointment. <clears throat> but 
that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, they can't all be winners. Got a summer shanty, summer shandy in the fridge for you if you like to partake. Mm. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> we got a show to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next on the list, I've had it on the show before, but it's back, baby. Summertime blues are here. That's right. The Green Belt Blue. The Blueberry Lager. 4.7% alcohol by volume. 12 fluid ounces. From, of course, the August Shell Brewing Company in New Ulm, Minnesota. Grainbelt.com. Smooth and refreshing with real blueberry juice. Be the blue sheep of the family. And that's that's pretty much me anyway. <clears throat> what else is on here? Really? Really nothing. So I definitely enjoy these. For some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. They're tasty, that's why. Tasty. They're, they're awful. Man. Yes, I've had one of those on the show. I didn't enjoy it. <clears throat> I know I could say other things about your taste and things too, but I'll leave that for a different night. <laughs> <laughs> just, just going to say that I'm putting this in the 2022 Stanley cup champion sleeve. Of course, the Colorado avalanche, as you see the Stanley cup champion. Yes. That, which is, <clears throat> a quick champ uh, transition that uh, the Vegas Golden, you know what's won the Stanley Cup. So congratulations to them for winning it for the first time in their history. Avalanche did it their first year. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, but we were also like the Nordiques, so. No, no, new team. Brand new team. Brand new team. We still won. Yeah, did you watch any of the uh, Stanley Cup? Nope. At all? <laughs> Nope. Actually, here's the funny thing. I got my Stanley Cup updates from CM Punk on his Instagram. <laughs> he would be watching and take pictures of score updates with quippy phrases. And that's how I got the updates. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Better than having to actually watch. <clears throat> because Obviously, our avalanche were not in it, and the Kraken didn't win it. So there's that. (sighs) Just how it goes. Well, I mean, we we had a bit of a a rough year. You know, we lost our captain for a good chunk of the season. Uh, You know, we whole season. Yeah, I I can't remember if he played a game or not. (laughs) He might be out the entire upcoming season, too. Yeah, I mean, so we we've lost Landeskog. We had a plague of injuries. At some point, you know, we were hardly the the 
abs, you know. So I think we just had a really rough year, you know, because um, we were still pretty heavily favored going in. Yeah, um, we were the top this, pick. Yeah. So it's not that, like, it's honestly, I don't think that we played bad hockey. I think that we just, you know, we just didn't have luck on our side this year, you know, having mm-hmm. as many injuries. We had some players get injured in that, you know, first playoff set, you know, that that can really affect going in. So, yeah, I think it just wasn't a year for us. But, you know, there's always next year. That's part of it. We can uh, we can always try again. I I think in a lot of the commentary I've seen on it, people kind of predict us to still be in the running in the next few years as well. Like this isn't like, and the abs are now diminished and <laughs> nothing. It, it's more of a like, no, the abs are still competitive. They just, it just, again, bad luck. That happens. It's part of sports. Upcoming season, abs are listed at number two for the teams to potentially win. Who do you think could be the number one team? And it's not Vegas. It's not Vegas? No. Gosh. You know, there's a really big pull for the Oilers. So I would I, that'd be my guess. Nope. <clears throat> it would be your uh, President's Cup champions this year, uh, the Boston Bruins. Ah, uh, that makes sense too. They had, I mean, you talk about bad luck. I mean, they were a dominant team this year. I mean, just whoa. And then to go out in the first round of the playoffs. But again, that just kind of tells you, you know, when you get to playoff hockey, playoff hockey is different than regular season hockey. It's a totally different animal, and you can be the best team in the regular season, but that does not mean that you're going to be the best team come playoffs. So, yeah. And with the Avs, we talked about it before, but there were eight to 10 people out right before the playoffs started, and then everybody came back together the first game of the of the postseason, like most of these people, uh, yeah, they play together last year, but they haven't played together in quite some time, and that didn't help at all. Yeah, well, and, you know, they're all coming back, you know. Uh, you know, they all probably had a little bit of ring rust to them. You know, you haven't played. You've been rehabbing. Sure, you've probably been doing a bit in the practices, but that's not the same as a game. You know, there's probably some conditioning that just wasn't quite up to par. You know, it takes a little bit to to re kind of up your game with that. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. Well, not, not not that we're making excuses, but it it's to me this is you know it's like if you look at the facts, here's what was going on. You know, we. Had a lot of things against us. We did the best we could with it, and uh, that's okay. That's okay. You win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. 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 So, <clears throat> as we move on to another year, 
we have moved on in life as well. And celebration today, 20 years since we graduated. Oh, yeah. I got asked by our uh, former classmate who works in archives if, uh, if Lefty and I were attending some of the events this weekend. Mm-hmm. I said no. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a few weeks late, like three weeks-ish late. But 20 years, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's been a fast 20 years. I'll say that. Mm hmm. Yeah. But you doing anything with the whole uh, reunion stuff or are you, you skipping it like me? I uh, have some other things I have to attend to. <clears throat> so uh, I I don't even know like what the schedule is because it was all done through a Facebook group and we know Howard. Howard only goes on Facebook for work and for content for this show. <laughs> Sometimes it's work to find content. I don't know. We had a pretty good run. But <sighs> I yeah, I had no desire to come for the twenty year. I there's like nobody that I'm like, man, I gotta go see this person. You know. Well, I see you every week, Kidder. <laughs> I oh, mm, I see you every week. Mm, I, okay. I do. You know yeah. what would happen? See We'd, this. Watch uh, you can see see this. Wow. Guess we know who the diva is on this show. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what if if I went, you know, it'd be like, again, you know, like, my only reason they're going is maybe to see some of the people who, like, I would care to see. Which, when you look at, like, the people from high school that I keep in regular touch with, are you who I see every week on this show and lefty? That's it. Oh, and, and the local geek, but I see him a lot on this show too. <laughs> he's sitting I mean, there starts typing the comment. And he's like, okay, I've been acknowledged. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I kind of put it this way. Like the people that matter to me, I've kept close by and in my life, anybody else. I'm just, yeah. You know, I, it'd be a lot of me apologizing to people for not remembering who they are. <laughs> that, that's what that would be, Kidder, if I showed up there. You know. Mm. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a real desire to, to go. So I'm not. <clears throat> so there. There. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, with that depressing news, 
<clears throat> We've been talking. Let's see. So that was 23. <clears throat> that means if this was our 20-year reunion... Yep. That means you and I have been hanging out together for like 22 years. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The hell's yeah. that look? <laughs> just, you know. I had something to share with you. Hmm. Because you'll you'll get a kick out of this. Hmm. So I was uh I, I was setting up the post, you know, for the episode that came out tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh Facebook business suite felt the need to uh share this with me. <laughs> Starting conversations, huh? Your post is starting conversations. It's received zero comments. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Uh, yeah. I just, I saw that and I mean, like, I'm going to screenshot that. <clears throat> so that uh, old kidder could have a laugh. I need more alcohol. (laughs) Kidder, I have a problem. You're out of alcohol? No, I still have this lemonade thing, although I'm trying to get through it. Kidder, we're going to talk lawns here for a little bit. You know, it is lawn season. Kidder is one of the lords of lawn. Guy really cares about his lawn and his lawn care. Along with Rude Boy Kyle. Me, not so much. To me, it's a hassle. Something I have to deal with. But Kidder, I've had an interesting new issue with my lawn. You see, after all the snow melted, started doing the basic things like, you know, Getting my sprinklers up and going. Mowed my lawn a couple of times. But uh, I happened to notice while I was mowing my lawn, in a couple of places, I have these cracks that have formed. Wow. And it, it it's it's about, you know, inch, inch and a half, two inch wide. And they kind of just run through parts of my yard, usually leading to other bits of uh, landscaping and such. So I got on the old Googles to go, hey, what is this and what has caused this? And uh, I've come to discover, Kidder, I got a vole infestation going on. Yep. So. You sure do. Yeah. So. Bastards. I, I I know, I well, I have them in at least uh, three different spots. I have um, one living in the bush, that's out on the edge of my driveway. Uh, one living on the 
west side of my house in the day lilies and then another one living uh in my backyard apparently in a different bush so i got some stuff some repellent i'm trying that it's kind of some smelly stuff you spread it around you do it twice a week for two months and then every two months after that that's supposed to help um so you do it for every two months and then every two months after that yeah so we'll see we'll see if that helps if uh if we continue to have an issue with it um i hear osi uh does a has a spray that uh helps keep um voles out um because my wife has a colleague who lives in the same neighborhood as we do and they get their lawn sprayed by osi uh every spring and you can actually see where their neighbors who have the same kind of vole infestation that I have, uh, you can see the tracks going from their yard right up to their, <laughs> uh, up to uh, my wife's colleague's yard and they stop. They don't go in there. So I might give that a try if I can't get it under control or I can go for option three and option three is what I really, really am hoping for. I need the murder bird to come back, kidder. Mm. I, I, I need the murder bird to start coming over and helping himself to a nice tasty vole snack. You know, give him a little beat down. Hmm. You know, a vole beat down. <laughs> see, see what I did there? Mm hmm. Come on, that was it's a heavy metal pun. I mean, that should have got me some credit. I mean, Danish should stretch. Hey, I hear it was a big hit with all the assholes in the room. I could go lots of places, but. Outlaw gentlemen, shady ladies seems like a good place to go. Yeah, I thought you'd go more on the like cheap side. <laughs> Do a little slogging through the mud. Only after a thousand shots in the night. I'm um, I'm gonna run out of Volbeat puns very quickly because I don't know a lot of their uh, discography. That's gonna that's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> Trying to work in Warriors Call, it's not coming to me. <laughs> nope. So, if uh, you know Mister Moneybags over there and your Mister OSI and throwing the money, <laughs> uh, I happen to have these little solar sound things, little solar panel on the top. You shove them into the ground; they're little stakes. And basically, the only piece of them is a little square about that big, and they're about that thick. That's the piece that's above ground or on ground level. You could put those around the house. You want to spend, you know, 50 bucks on a bunch of them. And basically, they make, you know, they're solar powered, right? So you don't have to worry about running cables and. You just have to make sure that they're in 
a sunny area. And then every, I don't know, 10 seconds, they're like beep in the ground. And it's supposed to reverberate the sound through the ground outward and scare the voles out of the, uh, the area. For the most part that I've um, been able to determine since putting those in a couple years ago after I had the same issue through a couple parts of my yard, they have not really been back. Hmm. Where did uh, where'd you pick up these? <clears throat> Andy, solar power thingies. Well, I'm uh maybe from a local store but i picked them up from the place where the assistant can order stuff mm. Mm. i see i might have to do that maybe it'll work maybe they'll not <clears throat> i mean i it's willing i'm willing to give it a try at least you know maybe get a couple and put in the areas where i've been noticing them and hope that that just scares them enough away that they don't form elsewhere on my property. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a shot. I mean, like the scent Seven stuff. Seven shots in the night. Sure. <clears throat> um, it, I just don't see that it could hurt to, to try. I just want them out of my yard. So. Have to. To look into those, because hmm. as I said, I, I put out this scent stuff, and it's kind of clear that they don't like it. Because man, they uh, when I got the one in the day, li- or when I put it down in where the day lilies were, literally could watch the little. Sorry if you tried just scurry away as I I did that. Lefty uh, got one of the spots or the one in the backyard because I was taking care of something else. And when she threw that stuff down, and yep, sure enough, the little thing just scurried out. So so basically, when you threw that down, it sealed the deal, and they boogied. Sure. I told you, I don't know enough of their discography. Mm-hmm. Well, if you keep throwing it down, maybe they'll have the devil's bleeding crown. Oh, hi, Ryan. This is not rats. Shouldn't do that. I don't know enough of Ghost's discography either. I'm going to get in trouble here. <laughs> I should really stay away from the heavy metal puns, especially with you. I mean, Jesus, he knows my name. I mean, I could switch over to like the struts. I might know enough struts. Blues Traveler would be better. Well, mm. wait a minute, my girl. Because the Temple of Ikhur is the place to be. I still need to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. What what else is going on? What what else? <clears throat> Nothing. What else could we uh what else could we dive to? I mean, here we are. We thought we'd have a full show. I mean we did. We made it uh, like two hours. Well, I mean Yeah. If you stretch it out with plenty of pad in the middle. I, I mean, I hate to pad down our episodes. I'd rather that it stay, you know, full of content and all of that. You know, I want to give people what they want. 
let's throw back to earlier in the show. <clears throat> so, what are you doing? A replay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just start the show over. That's always a possibility. Good so. morning, everybody, and welcome <laughs> to another edition of Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that you thought was over but has just restarted. I'm your host, the man, the myth, legend, Mark Kidder, here, as always, with the painting man himself, one Howard Blues. Howard, how's your paint sniffing going tonight, this morning, uh, I, I later really today? I, I really haven't done that much. I don't know that I'm too happy with what I got going, but we'll we'll see. See if I can salvage it. Uh, you know, Kidder, I actually tried to uh, to go on a uh, trip this weekend and had to bail. Uh, Lefty and I were planning on going up to El Forco Grande hmm. to visit Big D and family. Uh, unfortunately, that plan got cut short when we learned uh, that his sister was coming to visit, and uh, therefore they wouldn't have time to actually see us. We'll uh, we'll see. We're going to try to uh, maybe connect with them again at a different point. And uh, I, I did hear, as Big D is finishing up, getting stuff ready to uh, leave, because he is going being deployed elsewhere. Uh, he is planning to travel through our area and is already got a stop in Bismarck in the works. Hmm. So. Pee break and on the road. <clears throat> so just be aware, we could get to see Big D before he goes. I, I will say I am also planning Kidder on doing some traveling in September. I don't have a date set yet. But uh, just this last week, it was last weekend, uh, I got a text message from none other than It Who. Hmm. And uh, it's been so long since I've talked to him that he actually like, hey, Chris, is this still your number? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so chatted with him for a bit. And uh, we are contemplating making a trip back to Montana to visit it who and company. Well, that'd be good. Yeah. So the only question is if the littles can handle that long in the car. We are kind of thinking about it. It's, you know, I might take a week off. I have plenty of vacation time spread the actual travel portion out over a couple of days and uh, just have some fun with it. So, uh, but since I don't have those exact time kidder, I'll just warn you now, um, you might be traveling at the same time I'm traveling. And so the audience might get a clip show in September. <laughs> so <clears throat> rerun. <laughs> Ah, it wouldn't be a rerun. It's I all know. unaired content. I know. So. We could uh, always put out a rerun, too. Well, I don't know that we'd put out a rerun. We would just. I know. We talk about the same crap every week, and so people think it's a rerun anyway. You know what we, we could do is we could uh, probably, like, 
just hand the show over to somebody. You know, like choose like the local geek and you know what? He just finds somebody else to be on the show with him and he just runs the show for a week. Like, ah, you know what? We get him JS. So it'd be the local geek and JS hosting beer blues and BS. As we're the, gone. The show that's way too popular and the real hosts of the show will never be brought back. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you have to know that if we did that, like, that would be, like, the most popular episode we ever did. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd go viral. You know, our subscriber numbers would shoot through the roof. Yeah. There'd be outrage when we came back the next week. Yeah, probably, yeah. But, I mean, if you want to jump the subscriber count right now, please go to BeerBluesBS.com. You can follow us there, like us, subscribe for free. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, YouTube Podcasts. Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, IMDb, all of the above. We'd love for you to join us. So please hit subscribe. Also, you could buy us a beer at beerbluesbs.com. Click buy us a beer. Help us out. Help a couple good brothers out. Or if you want to check out the other merch store, that's streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs. Real easy to get to. Join us. Beerbluesbs. We're everywhere in cyberspace. Please like us, follow us, share us, subscribe for free. Good stuff. Beerbluesbs.com. I mean, that man, that was like most of the plugs. Yep. You can also listen to the Killer Kidder show on Spotify. My personally curated list of amazing music available for you anytime. Just follow a killer kidder show on Spotify just to search it or you know bookmark it for later. Follow it. It's there. Thousands upon thousands of songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I was bragging up the merch store earlier about how, you know, you can go on there and get a t shirt or sweatshirt or Maybe some pants or a shower curtain or one of these classy pint glasses like this. Beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch. No freaking cherry. The kid are approved old fashioned. Or maybe you want to just support the show in its original form and that with the triple B logo pint glass. 16 ounces of freedom right there. Or maybe you'll have a blanket with water with hops and grain. You can do that too, or just get the pint glass. Beerbluesbs.com Well, Kidder, uh, gosh, normally I would do the line, but you know, we really haven't been talking all that long, but hmm. I kind of feel like we've hit all the topics, and at this point, <laughs> we'd just be stretching it out. I mean, you've already done the cheap plugs. Hmm. I mean, you know? fire, up, fire up flashing lights. I was just going to say, I think we're just going to have a uh, little bit shorter episode this week. 
that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. People are like, is this thing over yet? People are, you know what? As soon as I said a little bit shorter episode, you, you know, the masses stood up, they clapped, they cheered. They're like, thank God it's over. It's over. They're almost out on time. Almost. Almost. But yeah, we might as well wrap it up. Instead of us sitting here trying to come up with something and squirm a little bit, <clears throat> I uh, I think we need to wrap it up. And uh, you know what? We already did the cheap plug. So, hey, Kidder, any final thoughts? Well, you know, Jaco, I know for past uh, two plus years, I've been saying that you need to keep your glass at least half full. <laughs> the positive note is that it should never be empty because you have the liquid form right here and then the rest of the glass up here whatever percent is open is also filled by water vapor i.e h2o in the vaporized form and so your glass is 100 percent full at all times Yeah, that's a deep thought for you, right? He doesn't even know what to say. He's still pondering. The wheels are turning. I not not that. It's it's that like you started in just you know recently having us do these final thoughts, and you always throw it to me, and I never have anything thought out, and I'm like, haha, I'm gonna turn the tables and get throw the you know, final <laughs> thoughts, and you Bam! this whole science deep thought thing, and I'm just like, <laughs> well. Son of a bitch. <laughs> sucker got me again every week. I can't win. <laughs> I'm the wily e. coyote of final thoughts, you know. Well, <sighs> good thing you got wow. that brick wall right behind you, just <laughs> straight into it, you know. Turn I, it around. I, I just I, I can't win at this. That's um mm -hmm. yeah. Starts it, it's okay. Here's the thing. Just start singing the hokey pokey because you'll turn yourself around. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. Well, now that your glass is at least half full, remember that uh, there's probably free beer tomorrow or at least a full glass of vaporized H2O. And, well, we'll see you on down the fresh air Tuscan Highway. We'll catch you on down that uh, oxygenated Tuscan Highway. Have a good one. See you on the next episode of Beer Blues Free Air NBS. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer Blues and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain.
so so I didn't I didn't ask on the show, but I, I have to like where was that fresh air manufactured? Wuhan, China. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, that's too political for this show. Uh, um, made in the USA. Well, oh. damn right. I I wanted it to come out of Canada. <clears throat> Nothing good. Nah, never mind. Oh no, because then it's a Canada Air. That joke plays well in Chicago. But it's a bit dry. <laughs> well, at least I have a behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well. <laughs> well. <laughs> yes. Listen, man, it's been a week. Uh huh. Yeah, it's been something. <clears throat> so, hey, fun, awkward confession. Uh oh. <laughs> you might have noticed that, like, last week's episode, like, the audio version showed up on our Facebook feed, like, on, like, Wednesday. It's because I forgot to upload it. Yeah. Last week. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. <laughs> so when I went to upload this week's episode, I'm like, wait. Where, where's where's episode 114? And I looked at my <laughs> So I had to go in and set it up and do that. So that's why that just appeared out of nowhere on Wednesday. <clears throat> well, you know... There might have been five more people who actually saw it, so. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We're up to like 131 subscribers. Not terrible. Yeah, I mean, three of them just joined right out of the blue. I was like, what the hell? So, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. <laughs> Yeah, we don't even hang out too long. No. Maybe just a little bit. No. Just a wee bit. 